Welcome to Kundalini Yoga and Meditation Confessions, the daily podcast where I share my experiences with the technology. My name is Ananda Savitri Carr, and I'm a Kundalini Yoga and Meditation teacher in Dallas, Texas. So the traditional fasting and abstinence calendar I follow, last year I was really strict about it. And I was in a I was in a luxurious position. I can admit that. I was very steady and stable in my schoolwork. My business needs were all sort of so in the beginning phases that it, there just there wasn't a lot of work to do on a day-to-day basis. So I could really throw myself into my spiritual practice, into my prayer. Um, I really love doing the two and a half hours a day of spiritual work. I can't afford to do that now, but at the time I definitely could. So I would have moments in the day where I would stop and pray and it was really lovely. And it complemented the system well, where you, you don't eat meat six days a week and you only have smaller meals six days a week. So there's only one day a week that you have full meals and meat. So you're really like feasting once a week. And it's it's a really nice way to sort of ground yourself in the spiritual practice. But this year, I don't have that luxury. This year, I have a lot of balls that I'm juggling in the air. I mean, this time last year, I was really only focusing on one business. And now I have five that I'm working on, three that I'm really intensely working on every single day. So... Um, I guess I'm just finding that like in my mind, I don't have the capacity to hold that practice at the same time I'm doing all these other things, which I really don't like because when I practice a discipline and I know it works, like I know that that fasting and abstinence, it really does work wonders for the spiritual life. But I just, I don't have the discipline to hold on to that while I'm doing all these other things at the same time. And I'm disappointed in that. But I also know that at any time I can change and I can go back to that. Um, My schoolwork is done now, so I really don't have any excuses left. Um, It's just yesterday I had a great opportunity to go out with friends and I wanted to. I wanted to eat delicious food and I wanted to have a good time, which meant, you know what? I did not fast. I did not abstain. I had a lot of meat and I had a lot of dessert and it was all super delicious and I ate way too much. But it did give me the opportunity to use kundalini yoga to recover. So I did some breath of fire for about a half an hour. And I did a lot of sitali pranayam. And, you know, the breath of fire, it works the whole digestive system because you're pumping your navel. So that's a really great way if you've overeaten to make yourself feel better. And sitali pranayam is really good at cooling off the liver. So with the breath work, you can not only pump the navel so that the digestive system, it starts moving a little bit more. So I was able to get some work done on my computer while I'm doing the breath of fire. And then I was doing sitali pranayam, same thing. I'm doing all this work on my computer, but I'm also doing sitali pranayam. So I really love the breath work and I encourage you to figure out times in the day, even if you're super busy, that you can still incorporate the kundalini yoga practices. Because let's face it, we're in the 21st century. Uh, homes require, not homes, families nowadays require two incomes. Unless you have really put yourself in a position where you can live off of just one person's income. Maybe someone you live with is super blessed. Like maybe your husband has like a crazy great job as an executive or your wife, you know, it can be either, either gender these days. Um, that's fantastic, but it's not always easy to keep your standard of living low enough that one income will suffice. So knowing that we are all just so busy, but 
That doesn't mean that we can't find a moment to take care of ourselves because that's ultimately what this is about. Like, yes, spiritual ascension is great and wonderful, but at the end of the day, really what our goal should be is to treat other people better. Because if we're not treating other people better, what is the point? Who cares how ascended you are spiritually if you're not treating your neighbor well, right? And the best way to treat your neighbor well is to treat yourself well. Because when you treat yourself well, your body feels good. And when your body feels good, you are more capable to treat your neighbor well. That's the thing. Nobody treats their neighbor well unless they're treating themselves well. That just, that does not happen. We treat others how we treat ourselves. So I just wanted to encourage you today, practice pranayama. If you feel like you can can't do anything else, you definitely have the time to do some pranayama, even if it's just a couple minutes while you're sitting at your desk getting other work done. Even if it's just a couple minutes that you're washing dishes, you can take those moments to do some breath work, to do a little bit of mantra, something to keep you going, to raise your vibration, because when your vibration is higher, the way you interact with other people, that vibration will be higher. And that's how we change the world. We don't change the world by protesting or like letter writing campaigns or like banging on doors. No, we change the world by changing ourselves because when we change ourselves, we change how we treat other people. And when we treat other people better, that's contagious and that spreads.